0: my name is joe and welcome to the void the show where i have an existential crisis in public i'm back why because i'm miserable (laughs) i will tell you all about it but first i would like to thank the girl that walked up to me at the Clow party and told me she liked my podcast thank you so much i really appreciate it you're one of the reasons that i'm sitting here again right now so where was I? I was distracted by something that turned out to be a whole lot of nothing. And I might talk about it the moment it stops feeling like I've swallowed battery acid. But today we're talking about something else. We're talking about an excerpt from a book that I'm reading right now. It's called We Learn Nothing by Tim Kneider and I love it so far. Let me read it to you. I don't know why we take our worst mood so much more seriously than our best crediting depression with more clarity than euphoria. We dismiss peak moments and passionate love affairs as an ephemeral chemical buzz, just endorphins or hormones, but accept those 3 m bouts of despair as unsentimental insights into the truth about our lives." I thought it was interesting. Why? Why do we more readily accept our lows than our highs? I do at least, and since humans tend to overestimate their differences, I'm going to assume you do that as well. Why does feeling sad feel more honest than happiness? And just to make sure we're on the same page, I'm talking about happiness in the philosophical sense. A life can be considered happy if... We experience pleasure, if we get what we want, and if it consists of elements that can be considered objectively good, like money. With all those three things together, and you have a life that goes well for the person who's leading it, happiness. I know this is very controversial to say out loud, because most people wouldn't do that. But for me, happiness has this plasticity to it that I find really hard to put my finger on, but it feels unsubstantial. I'm a classic depressic. I've been depressed a lot of times, like a lot. Moments of depression and sadness feel more honest to me. When I'm happy, I'm not creative anymore. My will to analyze things disappears. My motivation is gone with the wind. It's like I've mainline morphine. Basically, happiness is so numbing that it renders me useless. Now that I think about it, today is the first day in months that I feel disappointed, let down, and guess who's creating? (laughs) No, but seriously, I would like to know what this is about. Why can I create in this state and not when I'm happy? And before we move on, I want to clarify this is not me romanticizing pain. I've been disappointed so much that the fact that I can still muster a shrapnel of hope is a testament to human resilience. With that being said, I have suffered enough and I'm done suffering. Thank you very much. So this is not like a love letter to suffering because I've had it with suffering, but it's more just a question. Why does happiness feel so fake? Why do I feel more inspired by the mood that I'm in today? Is darkness an ally I was born into and molded by to such an extent that light paralyzes me? Am I Bane with a better skincare routine? Is it a me problem? Or are humans just not as equipped to deal with happiness as we've been led to believe we are? Okay, let me just be very reductive for a second. Happiness is trendy and our pursuit of it is relatively new. We started to think we were entitled to happiness around the same time that we started marrying for love and that we had kids for reasons other than having extra farm hands. As people became more secular after the 18th century, people started looking for God not outside of themselves, but inside of themselves and the people in their lives. Happiness as a thing we're entitled to really started picking up in the 19th century when people started working on themselves and motivational speakers, self-help, and what I'd like to call positivity porn have been a staple ever since. And it has grown into an 11 billion dollar industry. Also, can you imagine paying 3,000 bucks to have Gary Vee yell things at you that you already know? (laughs) Happiness has seeped into our collective consciousness as something we should all aspire to. Should we? The answer is not as clear as you'd think. Like I just said, I feel like happiness hamstrings my ability to create. And I'm happy to report that that's not a me problem. I found studies that confirm that happiness can hurt us, and one of the ways it does so is by limiting our creative abilities. And of course, there's a nuance to it. Moderate amounts of happiness do wonders for your problem-solving skills and your creative abilities and whatnot. Intense happiness, however, does the opposite. Now, I have ADHD i don't do moderate happiness i'm either extremely happy or not happy at all so you can only imagine what that does to my creativity and my problem solving skills it fucks them up i'm creatively screwed when i'm happy and the same research also found that happiness makes you more inflexible so you have a harder time adapting to new outside influences which is bad another way happiness screws us is we take way more risks when we're happy and we neglect warning signs that's why you end up doing ridiculous stuff with ridiculous people when you're high on life. Selling everything you own, moving to Cuba, learning how to pan flute, and joining the Hare Krishnas sounds like a great idea when you're happy. <laughs> but being in a happy state is the worst time to make big decisions. It's just like how being sad is the worst time to make decisions. How I see it is this both happiness and sadness are altered states. One has a more pleasant, effect than the other both don't necessarily do us any good it's kind of like the difference between salvia and, and acid the feel is different but you'll be tripping balls on both eventually i don't know if that's a good comparison but i hope it was fun because i'm keeping it in here happiness tells us that we've reached the goal when we're happy we step back we chill which fucks with our productivity and basically if you want to get shit done you have a better chance at doing so when you're unhappy or discontent Isn't that something? I looked into the work of Iris Mouse, who proved that the more people pursue happiness, the less they'll be able to obtain it. The reason being, people who strive for happiness or feel entitled to it, set really high standards for their happiness. And the higher those standards, the more disappointed they are when those standards are not being met. And that's why the pleasure paradox is the thing. Seeking pleasure does not necessarily up your chances of experiencing pleasure. In fact, the more you pursue pleasure, the more it gets in the way of you experiencing it. So happiness is a completely self-defeating venture. And if you're like, Jill, you're being too difficult. Happiness is natural. Look, I wasn't made for happiness, but neither were you. It's just a fact of the human condition. Our DNA thrives on being constantly anxious about potential threats, on us consistently being not quite satisfied because it drives us forward. Discontentment makes us move. So we're innately miserable. The gift of life. (laughs) We can't be happy because there's no evolutionary benefit to it. It makes us complacent and we're animals. And the last thing animals need is to have their guards lowered so that they're not aware of potential environmental threats. Okay, sure, physical threats are not really an issue anymore. I mean, unless flying sharks become a thing, I'm pretty sure we'll stay on top of the food chain. (laughs) But when it comes to emotional threats, we're still in danger, boys. And here's the thing every human affect from horniness to guilt can be found in the brain except for happiness why you might ask because it's not there there's no biological basis for happiness you could say we're not made for it and experts in the field of psychology psychiatry and philosophy have agreed that happiness is an abstract idea that we came up with together and it is not equivalent to any human experience so it's not like this human experience can create happiness, it's not like a one-to-one thing. I think that is extremely interesting because we grow up with the messaging that happiness can be found or earned even by volunteering and doing yoga, but the fact that it has to be earned, found or collected is a testament to the fact that happiness is not a natural human state. Meanwhile, people fall into deep depressions unprovoked all the time because depression is a very natural state. There's a reason why the evolutionary process hasn't weeded it out yet. Despite its reproductive and survival disadvantages, it's still more useful than happiness. So what were we made to do then? I feel like the only way we can navigate this being human thing is if we accept the messiness and grossness of our emotions and the the inherent contradictory nature of it. Our emotions are constantly competing with each other. That's not because there's something wrong with us, but because that is our natural state. Being human consists of a plethora of contradictory things. Our acceptance of it is the only way we can get through this thing. (laughs) What I can conclude from all of this is that we were not designed to enjoy our lives as much as we were designed to survive it. Which is a horrible conclusion. Everything that lives wants to survive for its own sake, and humans are no different. And to do the whole survival thing, we need to be sure we, we avoid pain, that we're gratified from time to time, that we're safe. Those are the things that we were designed to do. And I honestly feel us ignoring the fact that being human was not made to be like this fun thing, fucks us all i have felt this way and i'm pretty sure you felt this way as well that you wondered why can't things just go for us why can't i just be stable why can't i just be normal why is there always something because there's always something for everyone no one is happy <laughs> no one is happy so we feel less than because of how we think other people experience life but it's not necessarily the truth this expectation that everyone is happy we just missed the memo all it does it is it makes us postpone really awesome things because we're waiting for the right moment you are never going to have all your ducks in a row you are never going to be happy <laughs> this is a fun podcast basically this whole expectation of happiness is preventing us from living our lives the more we focus on it the less we experience it so in conclusion I guess I found an answer to my original question. The reason why happiness feels fake to me is because it is. It's a pleasant opioid. I feel high when I'm happy, but there's no real use for it. It sounds really harsh. You might be wondering, okay, well, thanks. Thank you for raining on this damn parade. But what do we do about it? Well. I can't tell you how to live your life but i uh, am, am living mine what i've learned is that happiness should be used as a gauge just like sadness should be used as a gauge if i'm really happy about something or with someone or i'm missing warning signs so happiness for me is a sign that i need to take a couple of steps back and look at the bigger picture because i'm missing something so in that sense happiness is useful but in and of itself it means nothing I'm trying to challenge you to rethink happiness and maybe even forget about happiness altogether and see what that does with your life. Maybe it helps you kind of take the pressure off of living. What if we make our goals smaller? All I'm trying to do is make my life easier for me and surround myself with people who help me do that. And in turn, I want to make the lives of the people in my life easier by being part of it too. All I want is to be supported and comfortable. That's it. Happiness is not necessary to live a good life. Our pursuit of it is making us miserable. We feel like there's something wrong with us. Why am I always sad? Why am I unstable? We are not meant to be happy. Knowing this has the potential to change everything, especially in social media culture where happiness is being sold as a thing that exists. I think it's important to remember that no one is happy. And that was my take on happiness. I know this is strange. No one philosophizes about happiness. People talk about what you have to do to reach it, but no one even questions the concept in and of itself. I thought it was a very interesting way to look at it. Don't you feel relieved that you're perfectly fine? That feeling of always kind of grabbing next to the thing you're trying to reach? That's everyone's experience. It's nice to know that you're not the only one who's fumbling through life, because we all are. It's nice to remind ourselves of that, especially in our current culture where everything is edited to perfection. There's one thing you cannot edit, which is the human experience. It's gross there's this 10th century caliph who counted all the days he was happy over his entire lifetime and it added up to what 14 days how many days do you think you've been happy which is an insane question to ask but i think it's a good way to emphasize how evanescent happiness is i made a podcast i'm so glad i I made another one i really had to get over that hump but i got over it thank you so much for watching thank you so much for listening you're amazing you know the deal you can just subscribe if you want you can follow me on podcast platforms if you want and i'll see you in the next one bye